0: Y'all, it it goes super fast. It opens at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm telling you, by 8.01, all the spots are filled, except for those really random times like on a Tuesday night. So uh, I will be doing my very best to be on it, just like refresh, refresh, refresh. Uh, So hopefully I'll have a date for our volunteer time by next Sunday. If not, I I do keep checking back. If I haven't been able to get a, a time, I do keep checking back throughout the week to because a lot of times people will fill up the spots and then I guess what happens is the following Sunday they tell their people hey this is when we have our spot and people like I can't go on that day so they give up the spot so within a few weeks I hope to have a date for when we will be volunteering at the uh, facility also because November 15th is the deadline for having all of our stuff in. The stuff for November is a box or socks. We have a lot of boxes. If you want to bring some more, please do, but we do have quite a few boxes, but we need socks. So as you are getting hair care, if you also want to grab a a pack of socks, bring those as well. Uh, Next Sunday, uh, the district, we're on the Mooresville district, so there's a district fellowship meeting next Sunday, October 8th at 6 o'clock if you'd like to be there, Mooresville Church of God. If you're not sure how to get there, we can give you some directions. Uh, Watchmen of the streets, whoo, it's coming up. I saw that there were some cans of Vienna sausages in the vestibule, thank you so much. (laughs) And uh, if you've not yet brought any items that were listed at the bottom of the paper, please do so within the next couple of weeks because we are going to watch one of the, of the streets on October 17th. If you plan to come with us, be at the church at 5 o'clock so we can leave out because we have to be there to meet them at 545. So, uh, plan for that Tuesday, October seventeenth, being here at five. If you plan to participate, if you are not able to and you'd like to give some money, just write that on your envelope, and uh, Sister Dean will take care of where to put that. If you, <laughs> if you have said that you were planning to go to the Mac Powell concert, the tickets have been purchased. Twenty-seven dollars. Put that on your envelope and and uh, just write Mac Powell concert. And that is coming up on October 19th. If you did not talk to me about it and you say, hey, I'd really love to go, let me know and I'll buy some more tickets. But otherwise, we have seven, I believe. Uh, There will be a Gideon representative (laughs) on. That's why I'm telling y'all, there's so much stuff. There will be a Gideon representative two weeks from today, October 15th. So save some money between now and then because every penny that you give to the Gideons, goes to purchase Bibles. Okay, every single penny. They do not use any of it for their own purposes. They pay for their own flights and hotel rooms when they go somewhere uh, to to hand out Bibles. They pay for their own gas when they're going from pl- place to place for the college campuses or wherever else they're going. They pay for their own stuff. All the money that you give goes to uh, to. Either uh, interpret or um, or the the packing, the shipping, whatever it is. Okay, that so that's a really really good organization. Also, today is the last first Sunday of the meal of of the first Sunday of the meal. Bless my heart, I wrote it down. Last first Sunday meal of the year. <sighs> okay, I did it in the car. <laughs> the last first Sunday meal of the year is today make sure you stay we're going to be planning some things for for next year stay if you're watching online and in a little bit you get hungry and you think oh i need to plan some things Then <laughs> come on to church and uh, and eat with us plan with us uh we I, I i will have timer set because like i said to you i have been in meetings before that i thought to myself why was this not an email and um and so i i i don't like it i have um i have plans with a nap time later so i don't want to hinder y'all from your plans with nap time either so we will set some alarms and, and no worries and um if the spirit moves though we're gonna let him have his way uh i <laughs> move over in our planning session god's a planner if y'all didn't know that um thanks meal because this is the last first Sunday meal because next month is thanks meal November 19th is thanks meal begin right now inviting people that is only about seven weeks from now so y'all need to be talking to people getting them in if you are thankful for them or even if you're not bring them to church tell them how much you're thankful for them uh, and bring them in we'll have a, a great time also that night is the lake norman community thanksgiving service we participated last year it was held at the grace covenant church this year our goal is to have it at the cane center yes so unless that changes it will be at the cane center at six o'clock on november 19th the night of our um the night after we have our thanks meal so be there we're going to have a great time it's going to it's it involves all it's an ecumenical service which means that it involves all the different churches from different denominations in cornelius and huntersville there's going to be just a lot of the body of christ represented so please make sure that you make plans to be there after eating a very filling meal for thanks meal okay so lots of things again Whew, so much (sighs) all right yes amen um Yesterday, we, um, mom and Gretchen and I, went to do a geocaching um, event. If you don't know what geocaching is, we didn't either, and um, struggled for the first five or ten minutes. (laughs) But um, geocaching is just really simply, um, in this case, there was an interactive map that told a little story and you had to walk around through we were in hickory but we had to you had to walk around through the streets and on this interactive map it showed you that you were getting close to certain characters from the from the story so we would get close we'd, we'd you know watching our map instead of the traffic lord help us um watching our map and getting close and as soon as, bless you as soon as it uh, as soon as you got close to the character that was going to give you information or help you through the game it would pop up on the phone and you could you could click it and there the character was even you could see it on the phone you could see it through so it was all the the nature around and then this this character very weird yes have pictures of it um pictures of all of us with the characters and mom was talking about that's so strange that's so weird that they can do that 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 all these these characters just pop up and they're just planted there and you don't even realize it and I thought about how often <laughs> that when we are when we are in the process because we're on a journey this is the way of salvation we're on a journey and there are so many times that we we walk right past the help that we need and we don't realize it and that when we get close <laughs> when we get close we we unless we're looking in the right place we don't even see that help is there for us we don't even see that the holy spirit is there giving us direction we don't even notice that the that God's word is there to open up to us but if we are looking in the right place if we are open and available to his leading then he makes this way easy for us because he's there with us so I encourage you this morning open your eyes Open your spiritual eyes to see that God is there with you. Let's sing this morning and go to the Lord in prayer. Ask him to have his will in the service. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. God, you are good. You are so good to us. I thank you that you are ever present in times of need. God, there is no place that we can go, no thing that we can experience that you are not there with us. God, you are so good to us. God, I thank you that you never leave us, that you never forsake us, and that you are walking with us through every circumstance. Father, I pray that you would work and move in each and every life today. God, there is no one who has come by accident, but each and every one has been been appointed here today to receive something from you, God, or to give something over to you. Lord, I pray that you would touch each one who is physically, mentally, emotionally burdened. God, those who have come in with all sorts of cares of the world on their shoulders, I just pray that you would lift those burdens today. Father, for each person who is watching online, you see what they need from you. God, whatever it is, the the reason that they couldn't be in this place today, God, I pray that you would give them strength, encouragement, lifting up. God, for those who are not here who are sick, God, I pray that you would lift them up right now, give them the the strength of the Holy Spirit. Yahweh Rapha, go to them right now now and bring healing because you promised that you would father i ask that you would work and move in us today in everything that we say and do god from the very first prayer to the very last prayer everything that we do in this place everything we do in our planning god we understand that we are not here on our mission but god we are here for your mission we ask that your holy spirit just come down so strongly in jesus precious name amen thank you lord Y'all sing loud because pollen is hot, apparently.
1: (laughs) I searched the world, but it couldn't fill me. Man's empty praise and treasures that fade were never enough but you came along and put me back together and every desire is now satisfied here in your love oh there's nothing better than you there's nothing better than you there's nothing nothing is Oh, and you still call me friend Cause the God of the mountain Is my God in the valley if there's not a place Your mercy and grace Won't find me again Cause there's nothing There's nothing beauty for shame. you turn shame into glory you're the only one who can you turn morning. you turn mourning to dancing you give beauty for ashes you turn shame into glory you're the only one who can you turn graves, you turn graves into garden you turn bones into earnings you turn things into highways you're the only one who turn phones into army you turn seas into highways you're the only one who can you turn graves into gardens you turn phones into army you turn seas into you're the only one who can you're the only one who can you're the only Jesus over every heart and every mind. Cause I know there is peace within His presence. I speak Jesus.
2: And I just
1: want to speak the name of Jesus till every dark addiction starts to break declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus your name is power your name is healing your name is love home shine through the shadows, burn like a fire, and I just want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and all anxiety, to every soul held captive by depression, I speak Jesus, your name is power, your name is healing, your name is love. Jesus from the mountains And Jesus in the streets Jesus in the darkness Over every enemy And Jesus for my family I speak the holy name of Jesus Shout Jesus from the mountains and jesus in the streets jesus in the darkness over every enemy and jesus for my family i speak the holy name of jesus shout jesus from the mountains and jesus in the streets Missed over it. Burn like a fire. Your name is power. Your name is healing. And your name is love. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn. Jesus over every heart and every mind. Cause I know there is peace within his presence. I speak Jesus.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, just to speak your name, just to speak your name, Jesus. How
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Because the God I serve knows only how to triumph my god will never fail my god will never fail i'm gonna see your victory i'm gonna see your victory for the battle belongs to you lord i'm gonna see your victory i'm gonna see your victory for the battle belongs to you Lord oh there's power in the mighty name of Jesus every war he wages he will win So I'm not backing down from any giant Cause I know how this story ends Yes, I know how my story ends I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory For the battle belongs to you, Lord a victory I'm gonna see your victory For the battle belongs to you Lord, I'm gonna see your victory I'm going to see your victory For the battle belongs to you Lord. I'm gonna see your victory I'm gonna see your victory Lord. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good that been your testimony? You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. And You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. Yes, you turn it for good. And you take what the enemy meant for evil, you turn it for good. Yes, you turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for. evil You turn it for good, yes, you turn it for good. So I'm going to see a victory, I'm going to see a victory, for the battle belongs to my Lord. I'm going to see a victory, I'm going to see a victory, for the battle belongs to you, Lord. victory for the battle belongs to you lord i'm gonna see a victory i'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to my lord can you take you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good You turn it for good. And you take what the enemy meant for evil, And you turn it for good. Yes, you turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil, And you turn it for good. Yes, you turn it for good. victorious through him. Thank you, Lord. Amen,
3: amen. Thank God. Hallelujah. I thank God for his presence in this place. Hallelujah. God, the Lord is here among his people. We've gathered in his name, right? He'll be in the midst, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He inhabits our praise, right? When we praise him, he's here. Glory! Glory. We have a lot to praise him for. Amen! Amen, amen. He is in the house. Thank Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being here, every one of you. I'm glad those that are picking it up and watching it online, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Precious in the sight of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Let the word of Christ dwell. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns, spiritual psalms, singing with grace unto the Lord or in our hearts to the Lord sing with grace in our hearts to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We've been singing and worshiping, and I love him, and he's here. Praise God. Wonderful, Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm glad you're able to be here, and anybody want to brag on the Lord because you're able to be in the Lord's house? Yes. Bless the Lord. He blessed me in so many ways. Amen. Uh, it is not a farce. It is not just a saying that we cannot praise Him enough. That is, that is a true saying. Cannot praise Him enough for all that He's done. Day after day, after day, after day. And He loads us with benefits every day. There's good things every day. And I thank you, but Hallelujah. Wake up and say, not say, you don't say, oh Lord, but you say, Lord, we're glad that you woke us up. Another fresh day, another wonderful day, another day to worship Him. And you know, our testimony is touching lives with what we say. Touching lives with what we say, those around us. Uh, God did it for me, He'll do it for you. How easy was that? Praise the Lord. We have missed we, we got scared one time or for several years to knock on doors and witness. But we started out that way, knocking on doors, witnessing. And, and I know there's difficulties today. But I tell you, people do reject you. But after a few rejections, you get somebody that is tender, somebody that wants to know about Jesus Christ, somebody that's hurting. We need to testify. Amen. We need to brag on the Lord. Thank God for my strength today. Thank God for how I feel. Praise the Lord. He is good. Amen. Oh, I, and I will bless the Lord at all times. All times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Someone else brag on the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. Amen. today for what you want tomorrow. Is that a good thought? Amen. I don't know how you grew up. Around the table when we're there sitting, we said, thank you for a biscuit. Thank you for the sausage. And then we got it. (laughs) Praise God. Thank thank you for the eggs. And and you got the eggs were passed to you. I'm serious. My whole life at our family table, And we had family table. Boy, that's missing a lot today, isn't it? We're in a fast-paced world family table. Where is it? All the family gathering around. But pray. Thank you for the sausage. And we got sausage. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for wisdom. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for a healthy body. Thank you, Lord, for your love today. Amen. Isn't that good? Hallelujah. And we ought always to praise the Lord. We surely had. And he said for us to clap our hands. Clap our hands up and rejoice in the Lord. For he is good. Amen. And amen. And amen. Good morning and welcome to the Cornelius Church of God. I know there wasn't but three steps, I know there wasn't, Uh, but they looked like more than three when I started up them, but I'm glad I made it and hopefully I'll make it back down, thank you. Good morning and welcome to the Cornelius Church of God, we're glad to have you with us this morning, it's good to be in God's house. It's time to receive our tithe and offering if our usher will come at this time. Brother Jordan, we say the blessing of the off and forces.
2: Since our pastor took so long with the announcements, I'm just going to get right into it. It is time for prayer requests. Raise hands. No, not just <laughs> Sister Judy. Yes, after, after prayer requests, we'll have a special. We'll go back there. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Let's pray for Sister Judy. Robin. <laughs> Let's... Let's pray for Robin. I'm sorry. I heard her talking about I heard her talking about McDonald's this morning. Chick-fil-A, Robin. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Let's pray for Robin that she gets to feeling better. Sister Jordan. pray for brother mike hager and his and denise and the rest of the family special prayer for that family and healing and brother mike it's kim it's your niece pray for kim's niece That all goes well with the, 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 the new baby pray for Ken and Diane <clears throat> continue pray for them and any unspoken requests raise hands saying with me as we take these to the Lord this morning
4: Die oh, when I come today. Give me Jesus. Give me
2: Jesus. Give me Jesus. I would like a special prayer for Sister Judy in the back before we fellowship.
5: I've called your name some broken night and you showed up and patched me Taking on his living when I'm not an honest guy. you got down in the boat with me.
4: Hey Jesus, I really want to follow you, cause no
5: one's ever done for me the things I watched you do.
0: Good morning, hello again, hi, yes, there we go, hello again to all those who are watching online and it was working today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that the, that the, uh, that didn't turn blue. Thank you, Lord. And uh, last week, last week's live stream was only in one video as opposed to 15. So I know, slowly but surely. So it's a process. Thank you, Lord. But uh, if you're watching online, hello and welcome. All right, from the church in Pergamos last week, we learned God sees where you are. There must be no other gods in our lives, and he will reveal the hidden things. So today, we're moving to the church in Thyatira. So what was the world of Thyatira like? Well... The name is of uncertain origin and meaning. Some scholars uh, claim that it means odor of affliction. Yes, Thyatira, odor of affliction. Uh, By implication, sweat. Yes. So this city may have been known as the sweaty city. May, May have been. Um, this title would make sense because in that city were the guild of dyers so the dyers of cloth and the guild of copper workers so that city was known for being the the place where everything was manufactured and if you've ever been by a manufacturing plant a lot of times they do smell yucky so odor of affliction may have been really applicable to the city of Thyatira. They were a prosperous city, but it was hard-earned wealth. Some scholars also named the city the Castle of Thyat, T-H-Y-A. So th- it was possibly named this because there was a large castle in the middle of the city, and the, the city was built around it. The remains of that castle can still be seen to this day in the modern-day Thyatira. There was idolatry and false teaching in the city. Tyremnus, the sun god, was worshipped there. He was represented as having feet of burnished brass and flaming rays of light surrounding him. Tyremnus. He was also known as Apollo. So in, in other mythology, he was named Apollo. There was also within the city... A sybil, And if you don't know what a sybil is, that is an oracle or a prophetess. So there was a woman in this city her, whose name was Sambatha. And she was a, a person who was a fortune teller, a, a medium, a psychic. And she was so well known that the city was, you know, people would come around to to meet with her. The city was known for her being there. She was likely according to history, Jewish or Chaldean, and it is believed that she had some sort of connection to the church at Thyatira. Some historical reports say that she was the wife of the pastor (laughs) of the church at Thyatira. Yes, not good. The preacher's wife is the medium (laughs) Again, according to some historical reports. So, it is very well connected with the church in one way or the other. Whether she was uh, the wife of, of the pastor or one of the elders of the church. Or if she was just an attender of the church at one point. So, we see that she is connected somehow. So, to the church, this is what is written. Verses 18 and 19. Unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works, and charity, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. So here, Jesus declares his rightful title. He is fully God. Because he names himself the Son of God, so in essence, making himself equal with God which of course we know and understand that he is but this is also a slap in the face against the false god of this city because Teremnus or Apollo was known as the son of Zeus Zeus was the greatest and biggest of all the gods in the Greek pantheon so Teremnus who was the god of the city was the son of God so Jesus says, write to them and say, thus is the Son of God, who, was, who is the one who has flaming fire and feet like polished brass. Again, we remember that Teremnus was pictured as having sun rays coming out of him with burnished brass feet. But Jesus is showing himself to be superior to this false god. You, you have worshipped this other god who was a a symbol that looked kind of like me, but I am the one. I am the Son of God. I am the only Son of God. So, he tells them, I know with clarity these things, your works. Once again, we see this within the church. The deeds, the labor, the toil that they're experiencing, they are participating in. I know your charity, this word agape, affection, benevolence, this God type of love. I I see that in you. I recognize that in your church. I see your service, this word meaning attendance. It's the same root as the word for deacon. So someone who is serving. I see that you're out there serving people, that you're out there doing and being the hands and feet of Christ, that you're you're doing things for the Lord. I see that. I see your faith, meaning persuasion, your faith, your reliance upon Christ. You're faithful to Him. You understand that God is God. You, you believe in who He is. I see your patience, this word here meaning cheerful endurance. You've gone through some things, but you keep working. And that was kind of the nature of the people because, again, they were the manufacturing city they were used to working and he said I see that you are patient in your work he mentions work two times in the same verse your last works have been greater than your first works the things that you started out you've you've been increasing you've been doing better and better and better so thank you I see that in you and yet there are issues Verses twenty and twenty-one say, "Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, and teach and to sedu to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her boogers. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. The boogers was because of that. Not that's not what it says. I'm sorry. Um." See, you you say things. That's all right. Lord, help us. Which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. So one of the issues within this church, he said, you permit that woman Jezebel... She calls herself a prophetess, inspired, a foreteller. And yet she seduces believers into fornication and idolatry. Much has been said by teachers and preachers about the Jezebel spirit. Heard of this plenty of times, the Jezebel spirit. Now, this is not a term that is found in the Bible. But we can gather from information about Jezebel. That she is, or well, the type of person who has a Jezebel spirit. It can be a man or a woman, but that type of person is controlling and manipulative. That person wants to be in, in charge of things, but maybe even a little bit behind the scenes, allowing others to do their dirty work for them until it's absolutely necessary for them to, to come and, and be in control. We see this. Their outward virtue is covering up a heart of malice and deceit. The, the name Jezebel means pure, good-hearted, but we see that that was not her nature. That outward appearance, one of the things that, that Jezebel, the actual person, did When she heard that the man of God was coming, she went into her room and she fixed herself. She put on her makeup and her fine clothes and fixed her hair, made herself beautiful. So outwardly, that person looks good, but on the inside, it's covering up a malicious heart. And he's saying, you permit that kind of thing within your church. This is a possible reference to the false prophetess Sambatha. Again, possibly the preacher's wife. (laughs) Lord help. But it was someone who was very closely connected with that church. Jesus was well acquainted with her and had offered her time to repent. She had heard the word. Whoever this woman was had heard the word, had heard the truth, and she would not take it. She continued to live an immoral lifestyle. Verses 22 twenty three, Behold, I will cast her into a bed and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. So her punishment would be severe. She had made the bed, now she must lie in it. This false teacher and all those who followed her teachings would be thrown into great tribulation, this word meaning pressure, burden, persecution. Yet God would be merciful in the midst of punishment. He would accept the true repentance of those who would turn back to him. But... For those who would not turn back, he said, I will kill her children with death. Now, this is a powerful phrase. To us, it seems kind of redundant. I'm going to kill you to death. Well, okay. I'm going to kill them with death. That makes sense. But the implication here is a torturous ending. I'm going to cause tribulation to come upon them to the point that they die. It will not be a quick and painless death, but because they have disobeyed, because they have turned against God to idolatry and to sexual immorality, they are going to suffer so badly. He says that he is the one who searches the reins and the hearts. Reins this word literally means kidneys. He searches the reins. This, the implication of that though, it's not the, your actual kidneys. It means the inward parts. This is the seat of desire and longing. And he says, I'm the one who searches hearts, the soul or the mind, the seat of the thoughts, purposes, endeavors. So God is saying, I am the one who sees your desires, your longings. Your thoughts, your purpose, your endeavors. I am the one who sees all these things. And I will give each of them according to their intentions. Oh, wait, no. I will give them according to the good thoughts that they have in their head. No. I will give them according to I meant to do that. I will give every one of you according to your works. So notice the contrast here. He sees their thoughts and their intentions, their desires, but he will bestow according to what they do. We've heard so many people say, Oh, I meant to do that or I mean to do or I mean to oh I intend to do such and such a thing but in the end when we stand before God it won't be rewarded according to what we intended to do see my my clothes won't fit according to my intention to diet (laughs) or my intention to exercise they will only fit according to what I do, the effort that I make to actually make a change. (laughs) And then he says in verses 24 through the end, But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden, but that which ye have already hold fast until I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my words unto the end, to him will I give the power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father, and I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So for the rest of you in Thyatira, So there were some in the church who had not believed in this false prophetess. They had also not known the depths of Satan. Now, this is a very interesting phrase. I learned a lot. There was another group of false teachers around this time. They were known as the Ophites, O-P-H-I-T-E-S, Ophites, which means worshippers of the serpent. Later, these people became Gnostics. If you've ever been in our class on Wednesday night, you know about the Gnostics. They believed that there was this higher knowledge that you could get to. That somehow God had revealed to them and them alone a higher knowledge about who Jesus was and about the realities of his existence. But these Ophites claimed... That in the beginning, in in the Garden of Eden, the serpent was not evil at all. But rather, the serpent was the hero of the story because he revealed to Adam and Eve yes, exactly. I I was like, what on earth? This is crazy. But he had revealed to Adam and Eve the knowledge that God had denied them. That they, Adam and Eve, and humanity were set free by the serpent. This was the teaching of the Ophites. They worshiped the serpent because he was the one who gave them greater knowledge. Oh, well God wanted to keep things from us, but these but the serpent was kind and he was the one who opened their eyes. For those who had kept themselves from these false teachings, Jesus would lay no greater burden upon them. No greater burden, uh, hearkening back to the idea in, in Acts, being not to eat any food that had blood in it, not to eat any food that had been sacrificed to idols, and no sexual immorality. So this is the same phrase that was used in Acts. So he's saying, I will lay no greater burden upon you than what you've already been taught. So, Don't worship any other gods and keep yourself from sexual immorality. So, just keep holding on until the coming of Jesus. So there were the overcomers and the keepers. So we've heard Christ speak to those who get the victory. He says to those who overcome, those who are victorious, those who get the victory over all the issues that your church is facing, but Here he says to the church who will keep his words. He says, if you will overcome and keep my works till the end. Now, this is the only church that he says this to. And could it be because of the various types of false teaching within the city? There are different, he doesn't even mention the Nicolaitans, which he had spoken of before, but there were other types. There were the Ophites and this this, uh, oracle lady who were teaching all these false teachings. Is that why he says this? Keeping his works indicates obedience to the commands of Christ. So he says, if you will be victorious and if you will keep my works, they will be given two things authority to rule over the nations with an iron scepter and they would be given the morning star in other verses in revelation Jesus is called the morning star thus implying that he would be the inheritance of the victors so remember again this this city was not famous for being you know a beautiful lovely rich city it was known as the The sweaty city. So perhaps look down upon because, oh, well, that's where we get all our stuff from. They're only rich because they provide our stuff. But Jesus says to them, if you will be victorious, if you'll keep my works, then I'm going to make you the ruler over nations. There are some who look down on you because, oh, well, they're just the measly little workers. But I'm going to make you the ruler over them. If we will hear and obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. So, head down and mind right. (laughs) We see a few differences between Thyatira and the other churches. But what lessons can we as the church, the big C church, not just the Cornelius church, but the, the church existing today, what can we learn and receive? from Thyatira the first thing what you do matters Christ was aware of all their efforts for his kingdom he said I I know what you're doing I see it I know I know that you're living and and loving people in your city I know that you're faithful to what I'm saying I I know that you're patient and you're serving others and unlike the Ephesians who had regressed, their latter works were greater than the first works. It's opposite. You know, the, the Ephesians were, were um, corrected because their latter works were less. They said, you don't love me like you used to. You need to go back to your first works. But here, the church in Thyatira, they were praised because they were doing more than they ever had before. This was a church that was full of workers. Again, this wealthy city, but the wealth was built on the backs of metal workers and dyers. This was a working-class congregation, blue-collar kinds of people who may felt a little ignored by the wealthier groups surrounding them. But God saw and God sees the work that they did, the work that we do. He is able to search the inmost thoughts and desires of our hearts, and he will reward those who remain faithful to do his work. Even if no one ever sees or recognizes here on earth that's not what counts because God keeps a record he says nothing that you ever do for the Lord is in vain God sees, he knows, he's going to use it because those who keep up the work will be rulers in his kingdom the second thing we see is God gives room for repentance thank you Lord even Jezebel even Jezebel, that false prophetess, was given a chance to repent. Now, again, if it was just the popular fortune teller in Thyatira, maybe she heard the preaching around the city because they were out serving God. Maybe she heard a street preacher. I don't know. Maybe she heard someone on the on the street corner preaching about Jesus, and that's how she heard. Or she could have been a church member. <laughs> pastor's wife in there who was hearing the word week by week (laughs) having an opportunity to come to the altar and repent but she wouldn't even though she was manipulative and causing people to be led away from god he gave her the opportunity the time to repent of those sins repentance is still available for for each person While there's breath, even for the worst sinner, there's hope. Even if you've served God before and turned away from Him, there's hope to come back. Or even if you have hated Him and talked ugly, rejected Him time and time and time again, there's still hope and opportunity. But here also we are reminded that there will come a day of judgment for those who do not repent. The justice of God will not be mocked. He said, I gave her a space to repent. I gave her the opportunity, and yet she still wouldn't, so she will be punished for her lack of repentance. The third thing that we see is we must know good from evil. One of the positives that Christ mentioned was that there were some in Thyatira who had not given credence to certain false doctrines. They had not followed that Jezebel who encouraged the believers to commit sexual sins and practice idolatry, and they had not known the depths of Satan. Now, the depths of Satan, we hear, is obviously an ancient teaching, but this idea is still rampant today. There are those who claim special knowledge apart from God's Word. Anyone who claims special knowledge apart from God's Word is a false teacher now God reveals things about his word that maybe we didn't realize he opens up our eyes to things within the word that oh I'd never thought of it that way before when we look at it in the Greek and in the Hebrew we can see extra things that, that are richer and deeper than we ever realized but if anyone is saying well I heard A special thing from god and he gave me some special stuff and and just you listen to me because i got all this extra knowledge that's wrong okay stay away from that there are some who are essentially worshiping satan by claiming enlightenment apart from god oh well there are too many rules in christianity There're just too many rules there. So that uh, I want to live free. I want to be free to to do what I want and believe what I want. And I have this I have a special Oh, the the Bible's old. The Bible's just an ancient book full of goofy rules that that applied back then, but they don't apply now. So I'm free because I know that Sure, some of those principles like uh, love your neighbor as yourself and that sort of thing, and don't cheat people and don't lie and, and don't kill people, that, that's fine, a few of those rules. But, but I'm enlightened. I know more things now. We know a lot more things. And that is worship of the serpent. Because we are believing that there is any truth apart from God's truth. Beware. Beware. If anyone, even an angel from heaven, teach you anything other than the gospel that you have heard and received, that person is accursed. That's what the Bible tells us. So beware. Make sure that you are in God's Word. If you hear something from anyone, If you hear anything from me that sounds crazy, I know I say this all the time, but please understand, if you hear anything from me that sounds crazy, look it up. Check behind me. I'm okay with that. Because when we hear these false things, sometimes they can sound really good. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds like something God would say. But really, we're being led astray. We're being pulled by that serpent who deceived in the very beginning. He is a deceiver, and that's his purpose. So as we take a look here, this marks the halfway point through the seven churches. This is the, we've done, four, we've done three. Today's the fourth. We've got three more to, to take a look at. So we've learned that what you do matters. God gives room for repentance and that we must know good from evil. So as the music plays, and we just go to the Lord in prayer. Ask him to help us. To he sees and knows our hearts, and that he'll help us to uh, to put our intentions to practice, and that he will guard our hearts against any deception. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for the truth of your word. That was true thousands of years ago and it is still true today and that we see things through your word that just enlighten us in such a way. God, you open up your word to us and and you you help us to see. God, I'm so thankful. Heavenly Father, I ask you now that you would touch each life. Father, that you would help us to recognize, help us to see that that you see us. When we feel discouraged, perhaps, uh, witnessing to our family or, or telling others about you or asking people to come to church or, or working for you, whatever it may be, God, sometimes there's discouragement, but I pray that you would help us to recognize that you see everything we do. There is nothing that is wasted. There is no effort that is wasted. You see our hearts, but you also see our actions. Heavenly Father, I ask you now that you would help us to reject any teaching, any thought that is not from your word. Father, that we would reject anything that does not line up with your word. Father, that we would love your word so much that we would dig in day by day, that we could not be led astray. Lord, that we would know you so well, that we would hear you speaking to us at every turn. Heavenly Father, I just ask that you would touch each and every person, that we would be able to to recognize your truth. Father God, I ask you that you would reach out to those who have not yet repented. God, there are those of our family and friends. God, there may be some watching who have not repented, who have run from you, who have rejected you, or who have just, they've just slipped away really easily without even realizing it. They're not as close to you as they used to be. God, I pray that they would repent today, that they would just turn around and come back to you. Because we understand that while there is breath, there is hope. God, that you would you would cause repentance to be the desire of all of our family members, of all of our friends, of all the people that we are witnessing to. Father, I pray you would save souls right now. God, that you would speak to hearts. Those who have been calling out for their families for years, I pray a change in Jesus' name. God, that even even today, even this week, that that we'd be able to recognize that the people who had never asked about You before would begin to ask questions about You. Lord, who had, never, who had never wanted to know about church before would ask for prayer. God, I pray that right now, that You would begin to convict and work and change. God, even those who are like Jezebel, who seemed impossible to save, but God, there is nothing impossible for You. I pray You would break chains of bondage today. In Jesus' precious name. God, work and move in us. Lord, that we would we would hold on to the end, that we would keep your work, and that we would work for you. God, that we would change intentions to actions. Father, that we would change I mean to to actual work. God. Because each of us have intentions in our hearts. Each of us have things that that we want to do, that we mean to do for you. and, And life happens. But God, I pray that we would lay the distractions aside and that we would step out with boldness to accomplish your works. God, we just praise you so much. We give you glory and thanks. And we ask you now. May Yahweh bless you and keep you. May Yahweh make His face to shine upon you. May Yahweh be gracious to you and give you His peace. In Jesus' name, amen.